Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. Turn your Bibles to Luke chapter 8 is where we find ourselves this morning. Luke chapter 8 is we just go through the book of Luke, verse by verse, chapter by chapter. This is actually, I don't know if you know this, but this is the last book of the New Testament for me to teach. I've taught most of the New Testament twice. This is the second time we're going through. And the last gospel, I don't teach all the gospels in a row because it just, I don't want to say redundant. It wouldn't sound right to say that, but you, you get it. So we've been kind of picking them up as we go through, and we're halfway through the New Testament and, and just decided to pick up the Gospel of Luke. So that's where we are. Luke chapter 8 and our message titled Dirty Secret. Now, if I asked you if you had a dirty secret, what would you say? Think about that just real quick. What would you say? Now, this tells a lot about you, whether or not you're thinking of your own dirty secret or somebody else's dirty secret <laughs> is what you would share. Uh, tells yourself a lot about yourself. But there's a lot that hides within the dirt, right? I mean, great things sometimes hide underneath the dirt. And in fact, here in Emmett, years ago, and I don't know the veracity of this. This is just a story that was told me. I know this is the thing, but I don't know how true this story is. But there was a, a sheep herder who was dying in a motel here in Emmett. And this guy came in and he was, he was talking to him and he had the fever and he was just, he's like, I'm going to die. And he says, I need to tell somebody this because if I don't, then it's going to be lost. But go out and in my saddlebag, there's gold nuggets because I found a vein of gold coming up out of the ground and I need to tell somebody about where it is because I'm going to die. And the guy's like, yo, you're delirious. He's like, no, go look. So we went out and checked the saddlebag. He came back and the guy was dead. And so there's this rumor of the, the sheep herder's mind that somewhere under the ground here, there's another story that has more veracity to it. And that was, if you've ever heard of the Picket Corral gang, Picket Corral up just up north on the Payette River here in the canyon, there was a, there was a, a gang that had, that had a hideout there. And they were over in the Pocatello area by Portneuf River and they, they robbed a stagecoach. And they made off with 800 pounds of gold, coins and bullion, just, you know, bricks. And they, they never acted like they had a lot of money. So they hid it somewhere, whether they hid it between here and Pocatello or whether they brought it all back here in Emma and buried it in the ground somewhere. And then they all ended up getting killed or whatever and, and never was found. A lot of gold out there. I'm hoping that it's we're going to find out on our 4th Street property. That's what, that's what I'm hoping. But $20 million worth of gold in the dirt somewhere, and maybe here in Emmett even. You know, a lot can hide underneath the dirt, and, and a lot can make up what the dirt is. 
And of course, as we look at this message today and we think about the dirt of our own hearts, and I'm not talking about the evil secret sins, but the softness or the the rockiness of your own heart, we're going to look at that specifically concerning ourselves this morning. So if you'll stand with me, we're going to be looking at Luke chapter 8, again, verse 1 through 15. And Luke says, by the Holy Spirit, now it came to pass afterward that he went through every city and village preaching and bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him, and certain women who had been healed of evil spirits and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom had come seven demons, and Joanna the wife of Chuzza, Herod's steward, and Susanna, and many others who provided for him from their substance. And when a great multitude had gathered, and they had come to from every city, he spoke a parable. A sower went out to sow his seed, and as he sowed, some fell by the wayside, and it was trampled down, and the birds of the air devoured it. Some fell on rock, and as soon as it sprang up, it withered away because it lacked moisture. And some fell among thorns, and the thorns sprang up with it and choked it. But others fell on good ground, sprang up, and yielded a crop a hundredfold. When he said these things, he cried out, He who has ears to hear, let him hear. Then the disciples asked him, saying, What does this parable mean? And he said, Do you, or To you it has been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom of God, but to the rest it is given in parables, seeing that seeing they may not see, and hearing they may not he- understand. Now the parable is this. The seed is the word of God. Those by the wayside are the ones who hear, and the devil comes and takes away the word out of their hearts, lest they should believe and be saved. But the ones on the rock, those are those who, when they hear, receive word with joy, and these have no root, who believe for a while, and in time of temptation fall away. Now the ones that fell among the thorns are those, when they heard, go out and are choked with cares and riches and pleasures of life, and bring no fruit to maturity. But the ones that fell on good ground are those who, having heard the word with a noble and good heart, keep it and bear fruit with patience. And Father in heaven, we thank you for this passage of scripture that we're looking at this morning and considering the soil of our own heart, Lord, and where we are, Father, in in comparison to this. Lord, I pray that you would just speak to us. Lord, let us have ears to hear what you're saying to us this morning. We thank you, Lord, that we can open your word, Lord, that you can change us, Lord, through it. Let it be powerful in our hearts. As we as we considered in Jesus' name, we pray. Amen. Maybe seated. Last time we saw Jesus being invited to dinner at Simon the Pharisee's house, and of course, as he goes into recline at the table, people were there to to hear what Jesus might have to say, and amongst them was a woman who was a sinner. And if you remember. We talked about her and, you know, most likely a prostitute, most likely somebody who, whose sins were many, as Jesus would describe her. And, and she would kneel down as she wept and she would cry on Jesus' feet. Her tears would fall on his feet and she'd wash his feet with her tears and wipe them with the hair of her head. And then, of course, she had this bottle of perfume hanging around her neck that she dumped on Jesus's feet and began to kiss Jesus's feet. Now, of course, Simon was disgusted by this. And Simon said, if, he, if he, you know, under his breath, if he knew what kind of woman, what manner of woman this was, he would not let her touch him. And Jesus said to Simon, I have something to say to you. And he says, say on. 
And he said, you know, here's a, a situation where a guy was owed a huge debt, like I think it was like $90,000, almost $100,000. And another guy's owed a smaller debt, about $9,000. And, and the, the debtor just forgave them both. And he said, who would, who would love him more? And Simon said, the one who for, he forgave more. And he said, you said rightly. And he said, when I came into your house, you didn't offer me water for my feet. You didn't kiss me. You didn't offer me water for my feet. You didn't anoint my head with oil. But this woman, she, whose sins are many, she wept and wiped my feet with her hair, the hair of her head. She anointed me with fragrant oil, and she, didn't stop, she doesn't stop kissing my feet since I came in here. And he says, you didn't even do the, the common courtesies to me, and yet this woman has gone extravagant. And, and, he's, and he says to this woman, your faith has saved you. And we talked about that a little bit. And I think it's important to understand, you, you have this man who has been, at least in his mind, forgiven little. You know, he, Simon was not looking for forgiveness from Jesus. And yet this woman, overwhelmed by the love and forgiveness of Jesus, does this extravagant thing. And he says, your faith has saved you. And we talked about that a little bit. What does that mean? Her faith has saved her. Obviously, Jesus hasn't died on the cross and risen from the grave yet. What does she have faith in that was a saving faith? And the answer is actually simple. The answer is that she believed in the seed. She believed in the seed. And that's going to be applicable to our parable today because if you remember in Genesis chapter 3, verse 15, there was the seed of the woman that was going to crush the head of the serpent or or the, this virgin-born son who was going to come and undo what the serpent did in the garden. And that's, that's what he, she believed, that Jesus was the fulfillment of the promise of the Messiah that was going to come into the world, and she put her trust in him. He's broken the curse. He's broken. He's, he's the one who's going to deliver us from, from sin, and he would when he died upon the cross. But she believed, as all Old Testament saints did, looking forward to that promise and she seeing him knowing this is the guy. This is the one that God spoke of and put in her faith and she was saved. And so it was with all the people who followed Jesus and who believed in him and and were justified by their faith. And so in verse 1, it says, now it came to pass afterwards that he went through every city and village preaching and bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God and the twelve were with him. So Jesus makes this circuit. He goes from town to town. He's in the Galilee region. He's very popular at this time. He's going, he's going from place to place, casting out demons, healing the sick, cleansing the lepers, even raising the dead, as we saw, as he went to the, the city of Nain. But what does it mean that he's preaching and bringing glad tidings? Well, it's it's kind of an interesting translation. It reminds you of Christmas, right? Glad tidings of great joy, you know, as he goes and, and proclaims these things from, from city to city. This word is just the Greek word evangel, which means good news. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208 991 2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmet.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho. Thank you.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.